all around us there are signs. God is communicating with his people. He's communicating with all the people around this world. Has been since the beginning. And he is not hiding. That is a myth uh, perpetrated by the enemy who tells people that whenever they don't get what they want, that God is not listening, God's not available, God's not there, or there is no God. So, God is just continually revealing himself, and we have to know that, and the signs are there. So we're going to look at the signs of faithfulness today. We want to discover God's signs for everyday life. This has to do with uh, everything we face every day, not just uh, signs that say Jesus is returning, watch the eastern sky, climb to the top of the hill, get ready, he's almost here. He reveals himself every day. And to miss it is to miss God and to miss his faithfulness. So here are some, not all, but some. So we'll look at some of these that are pretty familiar. There's a sunrise. Every day as the earth turns, every moment, somewhere on earth, there's a sunrise. And every sunrise is a reminder that God is there, that God is at work, that God is doing something new, and it's a fresh start every day. Every day we get that. There are rainbows. We don't see them every time, but we see them often. And the rainbows are, are made up of water molecules floating in the air, refracting light from the sun in such a way that we have this incredible color display that just bursts across the sky in a bow. I want you to think... How many times have you seen in the sky a square of color? You notice that? It's called a rain square. No? It's a rainbow. Every time, everywhere, all around the world, since it began. Rainbow. Do you know every time, all around the world. So, God is revealing himself, his faithfulness, in a rainbow, which he said he would do to inform us, uh, inform us of the contract that he's making with humanity. So here's a consistent sign that comes up. Never a square, never colors out of order, Never different colors be the same. Because God is faithful and God is revealing himself. And if you were to do these uh, refracted light things, you can take a prism, probably did it in elementary school, and you hold it up and you shoot the colors across the wall. Did they form a bow? No. You're using that little rectangle prism thing. You have rectangle with the colors in it, 
it's not formed in a bow. Who does that? God in heaven who says, this is how I'm going to do it, just like this. So look into the sky and see, I signed my name in color for you because he's faithful. So we have, we have sunrise, we have rainbow, we have rain. The rain will come and replenish the earth. Without the rain, everything dries up, everything goes away. Uh, rain is a sign of his faithfulness to people around the world. And he keeps it coming. And he will withhold it at times. And even though science can tell us, uh, we have meteorologists who can tell us uh, the rains are coming. And, and you can have an app on your smartphone that says, here, here it is, you can watch the radar. Here, here's the, sun, or the rain coming, and it's intense because of the different colors and shading on the radar. And we have a front. It's about, about here. Not one of those meteorologists has ever controlled the rain. Not one of them has made it rain. Not one of them has made it stop raining. There are scientists who can say, oh, it's going to rain. Oh, there's a front coming down. There's something, maybe a cold front pushing in from the north. There may be big winds coming from the south. The oceans are starting to warm up. All those are just, they're just discovering things that God has already done and how he's controlling the weather and sending the rain around the planet. None of them have ever controlled it. None of them make it happen. It's the faithfulness of God to bring his reign when he chooses to his people to take care of them. There are seasons. As the earth tilts back and forth and the seasons change, we have the earth going through a process of uh, adapting itself and it, go, it goes into a period of rest and then it responds again with new life in spring and then it kicks forth through the summer and come fall we have a harvest and all of those seasons are necessary for the earth to do what it does to take care of God's people all around the planet. So seasons are an indication of God's faithfulness. So if you can think of who has missed those things, then you can tell me they missed God, that they didn't get it, that there were no signs for them that there was nothing big enough to say God is here or that God is at work or that God is doing what he said he would do. So let's look at these. God's signs in creation, Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Don't miss that. Ever since the world was created, people have seen and sky. Is that a true statement? Yeah. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities. Through everything he made, everything he's made, they can see him. And they can see his invisible qualities. They don't have to make it up. They don't have to make these little idols. They don't have to come up with who God is from their own perspective. He has shown them who he is through what he has made. His eternal power and divine nature are evident in his creation. His creativity, the, the sunrise, the colors of the rainbow, all, all of these things that he's just put everywhere, clearly seen. So they have no excuse 
for not knowing God. They have no excuse for not knowing God. And by the way, neither do we. So what do we know about God as a result of what we see every day? And this is going to become probably less than fun somewhere along the way in this message. What are we missing about God from the things we see every day? Because somehow God has put himself, shown himself in all that he's created. And we can go through the day and fall apart. We can go through the day and fall apart because of the pressures of whatever comes our way. Because in that moment, we think there is no God. Or no God capable. No God strong enough. No God caring enough to carry the burdens that I have that are so immense. And I forget the signs of God that began this morning. And that keep me every day. And it's right here, built into creation every day the morning is the sign of God's faithfulness lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23 and we pick this up the book of lamentations and and you realize the word lamentations does not mean good times so Jeremiah is writing he's a prophet of Israel during the time that the Babylonians have come and attacked the southern kingdom of Judah, and things are collapsing. And it's the uh, time of Nebuchadnezzar and uh, the end of the 600s into the 500s. And so by 586, the city has fallen, the temple is destroyed. And he is, he's telling the story, and he's prophesying, his, his book on prophecy is already out there. Now we have his lamentations, his, his heartbreak, over the fact that people aren't recognizing who the, the one true God. They're not listening to God. And in the midst of that, he's been treated horribly. Uh, now there's limited amount of food. People are, are uh, screaming and yelling at each other. And that's just the people of Israel, let alone the soldiers on the outside attacking. And he is remembering Twenty-three, The Lord's love and kindnesses indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. He's been treated horribly. He's been rejected. He's been left alone. He's been dropped down in a cistern to die in the mud. He has been, and he sees God. Every morning, every sunrise, presenting him with new mercies, and he knows that God is faithful because of what God does in creation. He doesn't have access to a book or an app or listen to music or have a friend come alongside. He just looks to the heavens and sees the sunrise and says, God is faithful God's showing up in a sign in a sign that is huge uh, 
Sometimes it's colorful and bright. Sometimes it's muted by clouds. But it comes up every day. Every day. You've not had one day of your life it did not come up. He is faithful. He is faithful now. He will be faithful in the future. He does not change. And that's a sign that he is with you. And he has not failed. So if you ever feel that sense of, well, I'm abandoned, I'm all on my own, and there's nothing and the pressures are just too great, look to the sky. Because he is there. He has not failed. He is faithful. Great is his faithfulness. The rainbow is the sign of God's faithfulness. Genesis 9, verse 16. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. He explains to Noah what he has done with this rainbow, and he's flooded the earth. The corruption was so intense, it had to go. And I started over with you. But now with you and your descendants, I want to make this promise. And I'm going to put a rainbow out there. They didn't have a rainbow before. I'm going to put a rainbow in the sky. You can see it, and your descendants can see it, and they will know that I've promised not to flood the entire earth again. That's the sign. I am signing the contract, and that's the deal that I am making with you. So every time the rainbow shows up, it's a promise that God dealt with the corruption of the old world, and he created a new one so that we can turn to God, so that we can live his way. He said, I'm not going to do that again, just so you know. And every time we get to see the rainbow, it's a sign of God's faithfulness, that he is keeping his promise, keeping his word. He's looking out for us, that he is still there, very present, and he is just in color, scribbled his name across the sky for you. The rain. The rain is the sign of God's faithfulness. In Jeremiah 5.24, he's talking about those who have rejected the Lord, have gone their own way, who don't see him in anything, and so... They do not say from the heart, let us live in awe of the Lord our God. For he gives us rain each spring and fall, assuring us of a harvest when the time is right. That's the people who don't believe. They don't say that. And Jeremiah is saying, we should say that. We should be in awe of the Lord our God. Because he brings rain. He gives us rain each spring and fall, and that's how the system of rains work in that part of the world, and they come, there's a rainy season. They have early rain and late rains, and different parts of the world have different rain seasons, and just like us in the spring when the storms come, and we know to expect a certain amount of rain in our part of the world. They knew that. And Jeremiah said, here's God showing up, providing for them, so here's the provision. If you don't have the rain, you don't have the crops, the livestock dies off, and you don't have anything to trade with other countries. So the rains are necessary to provide the water to live by, but also to grow everything. And he said, God provides that. And these people are so dull, they do not treat him with awe. They do not reverence the God who brings the rain. 
So do you. Are you in awe of the living God who brings the rain? Not just say, isn't it nice? Or God, that's too much rain. Or why haven't we had rain? But when he brings the rain, you are in awe of the God of heaven who coordinated everything for that moment to bring that cloud to your place to bring the rain, gentle or hard, to your place and let it fall. Because it is the God of heaven who controls the weather, not Travis Meyer. It comes from him. And he is the one who is moving the clouds. And he's moving the circulation and where the jet stream goes. He is adapting and adopting and moving and providing so that he can take care of the people of this planet with the water they need and the food they need and the livestock can live. And he is providing all of that because of who he is in his faithfulness. And he is worthy of awe. He is worthy of glory. He is worthy of honor. And he sends the rain to say, here I am. It's a sign of God's faithfulness. And we can belittle that and see little of him. We think of the uh, storm chasers who, who go out and drive through this stuff to kind of give us a report, tell us where the storms are and there's rotation and there's a wall cloud and there's some dipping and you get all the things for tornadoes and storms in our part of the world. And we have a, uh, uh, a reverence for the weather people and, and if your phone goes off or your TV blurts out that, that siren, then, oh my gosh, we take cover and... Then all of a sudden, we recognize that there's a God because if we're in our hidey hole, we're going, oh God, there's a storm. Like he didn't know that. Of course, there's a storm. And he's sending these storms for different purposes to accomplish what he wants to do. And he is sending uh, all of that to remind us that he's the one, not the storm chasers. Again, they don't make the storm come. They don't make the storm turn. They just watch it. That's what scientists do too. They just watch it. So who's the one behind it? Who came up with the idea? Who set up the cycles of the earth? Him. Serves awe. He should be glorified every time it sprinkles Every time the wind comes horizontally, every time he brings the rain, God is showing us a sign that he is and that he cares and that he is providing what we need. The seasons are a sign of God's faithfulness. Acts 14, 16 through 17 in the generations gone by, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways. And yet he did not leave himself without witness. No way did he say, okay, I'm just going to turn them loose. They can do whatever they want. Nope. He did not leave himself without witness in that he did good, gave you rains from heaven, and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with good or with food and gladness. He has... 
set the seasons so that there's a time for planting and a time for harvest. There's uh, a goal in the seasons. And God has designed it that way so that the seasons are producing exactly what he wants them to produce and to bring us what, exactly what we need so that we are fed or satisfied. Our needs are met, food. But not only that, he adds in this gladness, the emotional contentment that he wants to bring as well. Not only does he bring a harvest, from whatever season this happens to be, but he is bringing us what we need physically, what we need emotionally. He is meeting us right there, and the seasons do that. You, you may be somebody who loves summer or somebody who loves winter, somebody who loves spring, somebody who loves fall. There's gladness in each one of those. And he said, I brought all the seasons because each one provides for a different thing and will bring gladness in different ways to people. He has a goal. And he is showing that he is faithful. The earth tilts towards the sun, away from the sun as it spins around. Who came up with that? Who came up with the exact angle so that every year the seasons are working their way around to help this planet accomplish what it's supposed to in order to take care of us. So every season is another time to honor the Lord who is faithful in accomplishing what he does. It's a sign. And we get them all. The sunrise, the rain, the rainbow, seasons. God is showing up, showing his faithfulness, showing us he's there every day in a million different ways. So signs of God's faithfulness, let's take a look at this. Signs of God's faithfulness are all around you in everyday life. So all of, all of those areas and many, many more, God is revealing himself, manifesting himself, things he has made, so that no one has an excuse for saying there is no God or saying I'm not going to follow God. I don't think he's going to come through for me. Things are so bad in my country or in this world or in this state or in my home that God can't do a thing about it and I beg to differ because he is faithful and he shows up every day to say he is there and that he is faithful and that he has a plan to provide for us in a way that will give us gladness and he is at work. He is at work providing those, those signs so that we don't forget. And he wants to do that in such a way that we don't forget him in the course of all these things. So, ignoring or rejecting God's signs of his faithfulness will be disaster. Ignoring or forgetting. So what if we don't give him awe? What, what if we don't reverence him? What if... Ah... What if the political system goes a direction I don't like? What if things went totally the opposite of what I think they should do? Is God faithful? Has God given up? Is God different? Have you felt a pit in your stomach over things that have unfolded? 
situations in your life, relationships breaking down, things just not going your way, you can't sleep, your mind spins and loops and goes around and around and around, arguing and arguing, because God's not faithful, God's not able, God's not capable, oh, you can say it from your lips, but your heart does not agree. You are not in awe of the living God who raised the sun one more time. Who sends the rain to keep you alive. Who provides a rainbow to say, I do not lie. Here's the contract. And it's season after season. He brings life. And he provides everything we need. Because he is faithful. Because he is faithful. So any of those signs, any of those signs that you missed, because you can't. You can only ignore them. You can pretend like they didn't happen. You can reject them. But every day God is saying, I'm God. My mercies are new. I'm faithful every day. So I encourage you not to miss the signs. Don't miss the signs. And by the way, we can't get into the signs of Jesus' second coming. People love to jump to that because they don't even know these signs. And how can you get to advanced signs if you don't know these signs? These most basic of signs. So, God is showing up. He is faithful. He's communicated to you. In a big way, every day, the sun comes up. So, what right do you have to fall apart, to come unglued, to complain against the living God about the way things are going. I want you to write a good long paper on that one and explain to me, biblically, why you are justified. And then get on your knees before the living God in awe and confess your sin. Get it right with him. He has given you signs. He's faithful. He has never failed. He never will fail. And yes, Jesus is coming back. <laughs> Receiving and embracing God's signs of his faithfulness will be encouraging, empowering, and enlightening. Getting hold of those signs, recognizing those. So every day when the sun comes up, you recognize it, that is God. When the rains come, you go, that is my God who's brought that rain. And you thank Him for it. You recognize His power, how He is moving things around the earth to accomplish His purpose and the rainbow in the sky with all of its beauty, no matter where you are in all the world, will consistently be His signature saying, this is my, my name on this promise to you to keep things going. 
Remember the seasons as they change and remember him. And when you do that, you'll remember that there are seasons at times when the leaves come off and the limbs are bare and you think, man, I don't know. It's cold. Doesn't seem to be really alive. Yeah, there are seasons like that. There may be seasons in our life that are like that that can go on for years. Sometimes it may go four years. There may be another four years that have green leaves and another four years that may be harvest. Maybe a decade, maybe a hundred years. There are seasons. God gives seasons. God controls seasons. He has not abandoned us. He is faithful. When we embrace Him, when we take hold of that and hold it close, when we recognize that God is God, then we can go at life with much more confidence, much more contentment, much more looking to Him to see, okay, what do we do in this season to do what you would have us do? Live as you would have us live. And always with the eye heavenward saying, He is God and there is no other. And there is no one like Him. And to give Him the honor and the glory that He deserves. Let's pray. Lord, thank You for being there day after day after day. For being with us. Even at times when we don't recognize it, we miss the signs, we're looking for something else. And yet there you are, clearly showing yourself so that there is no one, no one, who has an excuse for not believing you. Thank you for being with us now in this place. Thank you for, you, for the scriptures that speak your truth to us and to our hearts. Thank you for the spirit that is moving in us to help us, to guide us, to move us forward as we walk with you. Thank you for the sun rising today. Every morning. And we do give you all the honor and the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.